0: Now here's your host and career success expert Rebecca Allen. there. Welcome on in. I hope you are having an absolute delightful start to December. We are already at the end of 2022. I can't believe it. It's just been such a roller coaster this year. It's gone so, so fast, so quickly. And I just wanted to end the year essentially talking with you about salaries pay rises, promotions, getting the proper recognition that you deserve. And actually today we're going to be talking specifically about salary negotiation because I find it's such an important topic and we should be talking about it proactively all the time. We shouldn't be leaving it to the moment before we're about to step into a room and do our salary negotiation, which is what a lot of people do if they ever ask at all. So if you're one of those people, I really want you to listen up. I really want you to start thinking about the pay you deserve and the pay you want to be on and the pay you want to ask for, the pay rise you want to ask for. So I'm actually running um, our easy salary negotiation workshop tomorrow. We do workshops every so often every quarter in our business, and they're free. and You are welcome to come and join and learn an awful lot. We do not do death by PowerPoint in these online working workshops. They are working workshops, which means you get a download, you get a workbook. We talk live on Zoom together in a group and I share a whole heap of strategy that ordinarily we only reserve for our private coaching clients. But every quarter, like I say, we come together and I just share a whole heap of content. So if that's something that sounds really interesting to you, um, you might want to join the waitlist. You've still got time. It's 24 hours before we begin. You might want to join the waitlist. I will put a link into the notes um, in the show notes. And get in there and start thinking about your salary in a big way. Now, listen, I want to talk some about some stats around salary and salary problems, because we all know that we are still suffering in the 21st century with the issues of the gender pay gap. There is still a massive disparity between what men and women are paid in all sectors. It's not just like specific sectors. It's across the board. So I am very, very aware that there are systemic problems. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't still be stepping up and still asking for the salaries that we want and still chasing down the opportunities and the environments that value us and are looking to recognize us because there are plenty of these opportunities around us and we mustn't become sort of stuck in the mindset that, you know, the world is against us and there's this whole gender problem and gender bias and affinity bias and, you know, the gender pay gap and just get sort of completely sucked down into that. Because if you did that, you'd just you know, be depressed and not be being paid what you wanted to be paid. So I want to talk about what you can do about the problem. But I also want to make it very clear right from the outset of today's episode that, you know, there are these huge issues that we are all struggling with as women across sectors, across industry. It is an absolute shocker that we are still talking about this in the 21st century. You know, it's kind of incremental, the change that's happening. So let's talk about it. So, you know, in Australia, for example, which is where I'm based, I'm English, but I live here in Australia. Australian women earn 18% less than men. That comes from the Australian Bureau of Statistics. Female graduates, when they enter the workforce here in Australia, earn $3,000 less than their male peers, also entering at grad level. So there's an instant disparity between men and women when they are entering the workforce. That comes from Graduate Careers Australia data. We know as you go further up the tree that the problem doesn't change. Women execs in um, Australia, the top 200 companies in Australia, earn an average of 28.3% less than their male peers. That comes from the Australian Census of Women in Leadership gender pay gap is actually about $240 a week difference between men and women. The data just goes on and on and on. So we know there are huge systemic problems. We know know that there are cultural issues around women being paid. Appropriately, for the work that they do. And I want to use that word appropriately because I know having conversations with clients of mine sometimes that we talk about stretching our expectations on what we think we should be paid. And all too often we have this conversation which goes something like this, But Rebecca, if I ask for that amount of money, it's just too much. It's a bit embarrassing. You know, they'll kind of laugh at me. They'll judge me negatively. I just don't want to go there. And that fear, I think, of being judged negatively, of being criticized and being seen as this sort of person who's just asking for way too much is actually what stops a lot of women, I think, from asking at all. So here are some other interesting statistics. And this comes from an Accenture study, a global study that they did that was released for International Women's Day in 2009. 47% of Australian women have ever negotiated a pay rise. So have ever negotiated a pay rise. That's versus 64% of men. So that's an interesting statistic. So the men are not also extremely high, right? But 64 is obviously better than 47 but have ever asked. So I've seen that number before around the third mark, about 37%, but, but around 37%, 47%, depending on the data that you read, the, the number of women who have ever asked for, a, for a, a salary negotiation and a pay rise. That is shocking. That is really shocking. But it is reflective of the kinds of conversations I have with clients on a, a regular basis. Oh, Rebecca, I've never asked for a pay rise before. What, never, no, never. I have never asked for a pay rise before. Or I've even had this one. I actually didn't even realize it was an option to ask for a pay rise. I thought you just had to accept the offer that you were being given. And that's the same whether you're within a current company and you're looking to negotiate a pay rise within your current company, or that is relevant to if you're interviewing and you're looking to negotiate from the get go with a, a new role. A lot of women don't negotiate. At an interview stage where they're that final interview stage they're presented with a salary and they just accept it and what i find is there's a lot of gratitude surrounding that so if that's resonating with you i'd love you to put your hand in the air or somehow let me know that's me rebecca i am always that person who's just grateful for the opportunity grateful for the role grateful for the acknowledgement that i can do this you know And I don't think about asking about the financial side and the remuneration and how I'll be remunerated for doing that role and essentially making that business a lot more profitable. Like and then if if you think about it like that, that you're there to do a job, to deliver an outcome for a company, to make that company more competitive, more profitable that's worth something, right? That's absolute value that you're adding. And I think we underestimate way too easily, particularly as women. I only coach women so I can only talk for women uh, and the women that I've coached. But I see that that undervaluing of the impact that we're actually genuinely making and struggling, if you like, to talk about that value, to quantify that value, to sell yourself essentially, position yourself as the absolute expert, who deserves that remuneration, I think that is probably one of the fundamental challenges when it comes to negotiating salary. But what I see is that there is this thing, this one thing, if you like, that I see corporate women doing, you know, successful women who I speak with, successful women who I end up coaching and have the privilege of coaching, but they do something that is particular that makes them stand out. And what I see it being is that they are consistently and proactively establishing their positioning within their company, within their business. And I think when you are consistently doing that and being really proactive about doing that, It's a total game changer. You really elevate your positioning and your value within the company. And that's what we coach around. We coach all the time around personal branding strategy and executive profile strategy in terms of how you raise your profile within the organization and industry too. You know, sometimes our clients go out and external to their companies and that can have a profound impact on their outcomes. But those sorts of behaviors make it a lot easier to actually negotiate for yourself when it comes to salary negotiation time. And that is why I'm always saying, do not leave it to the last second. Please do not leave it to the last second until you start thinking about this salary piece. People get obsessed with the interview. People get obsessed thinking about the performance review if it's an internal situation, And you'd spend very little time even thinking, considering that you need to also be planning and considering your salary negotiation strategy. And it is a massive mistake. So if I was to give you one piece of advice on today's podcast, it is this. The minute you have left the room from your last, most recent performance review, whether it's good or bad. You sit down and you say to yourself, okay, what do I want my next six months to look like? What do I want my next 12 months to look like? And if I want my pay to be reflective of those outcomes in 12 months time, this is what needs to start happening as of today. I said to you, it's about being proactive. A strategy is not a strategy, if you think about it, the minute before you need to utilize it. A strategy is something that you work on over time and you really invest energy and time into. And I find that when people do that and they are proactive about really deciding how they want to show up, a whole heap of things happen. And I see this with our clients time and time and time again when they come and work with us on personal branding strategy, career strategy, and also, you know, communication strategy because the ability to communicate, our ability to influence other people is very much part and parcel of successful personal branding. So what other things happen? I see them owning their value. I see them really understanding the importance of owning their value and really stepping up into their own light and showing the universe, sometimes showing themselves, quite frankly, what they're really capable of. Because when you start aligning yourself and putting yourself into positions that give you your best opportunity to shine, that is when you shine. And that is when you really show what you can do and where you add tremendous value to the organization. And you're doing it with a huge smile on your face because you feel aligned and excited by the opportunity. The second thing that I see happens that we work with a lot with our clients is this concept of advocating for yourself. You start advocating for yourself. You start talking about the impact that you're making and you do it in a way that is really, really aligned with who you are and how you want to do that. Because a lot of people also recoil from this idea of talking about themselves, promoting themselves, talking about how they're making a difference to the organization. But here's an interesting thing. I had a client session only this week where my client was saying to me, you know what, Rebecca, I had this meeting the other day where two of the people in the meeting were basically talking about this cool stuff they've been doing and were really sort of bigging themselves up. And I was sitting there listening to it going, well, I'm already doing that. So what's the big deal? She said, and then because we're working on personal branding strategy with this client, then she said this massive light bulb went off in her brain. And she said, ah, oh, the difference here is they're talking about it. I've been doing it for months and months and months, this particular process and strategy. They're talking about it, sharing it with everybody as if it's like new new money. And everyone's like, this is a huge, huge idea. She's like, but I've actually been doing it for ages. I've just not been talking about it. She's like, so I got none of the kudos for that. And she said, I laughed to myself because I've realized that sometimes I'm my own worst enemy in not getting myself ahead. And this is why I'm always saying to clients, you have to learn to recognize your value first before other people will recognize it in you. And that's the same whether it comes to getting promoted. It's the same whether it comes to, you know, getting the pay rise that you feel like you deserve It all comes down to self value, really. At the bottom end of it, it all comes down to self value. And the third thing that I think is really, really important there's actually a few of these measures, but I'm going to just talk about three of them today. The third thing is just asking unapologetically for what you deserve. It's not asking too much, it's not that you're pushing the boat out there and asking for too much. You're asking unapologetically because you understand your value and the impact that you're making to the organization. You're asking for what you absolutely deserve. It's the appropriate level of salary that you're looking for here. It's not too much. It's not about just being grateful for being there. It's about being remunerated for the huge impact that you're making and the huge energy that you are investing in this company. Remember, to make it more profitable and to make it more competitive. And that's huge. And we underestimate this all day long. So if you're listening to this, and you're thinking, you know, what, Rebecca, some of the things that you're talking about are making complete sense to me. And I absolutely need to start thinking about this, I need to start thinking about what do I actually want to be paid? What do I actually want in the next six to 12 months? How do I actually want to elevate my position? How do I become more confident talking about myself, bringing myself to the table, and really influencing decision making and discussion? These are all the things that we talk about in our business and help our clients with every single day. Maybe not during Christmas, I'm going to definitely be having a holiday. But throughout the whole of the year, this is what we do. And we have so many fantastic women in our community who are absolutely nailing it every single day of the week. Some of them are getting promoted. Some of them are getting sort of put into these really high profile situations where they're getting that exposure to key decision makers and key stakeholders in their business so that they're seen as those absolute experts. Some of our clients are negotiating flexibility with their work. Some are negotiating salary increases. Some are looking at their financial package as a whole and looking at different ways in which they could creatively boost their base salary, essentially. Our clients are thriving because they are taking responsibility for themselves and they are being proactive in this space, even if we are operating in an environment that may still be harming our chances and our progress, right? There, Like I say, there are these systemic problems. We do have these huge organizational and cultural issues that need to be fixed. And some companies are doing a phenomenal job at doing that. Some cultures are hugely supportive of women and women's progress, and others are really not. Others are still absolutely lagging behind the times. You know, I I hear so many stories of difficulty around, um, you know, s- systemic bias and just policies that just do not fit and just do not suit women. And if you're in that space and you're saying to me, look, I, I really want to push, Rebecca. I really want to ask for the pay that I want or maybe you're somebody who has been pushing for the pay that you want and you have been advocating for yourself, but you're still not getting the outcome, then these situations are still important situations to take charge of. You know, we can decide to put up with it. We can decide to say that this is okay and settle for that mediocrity. Or we can say, look, I don't want this anymore. I want to push for better. I deserve better. And so that's what I'm saying to you. You can always create some form of change if you want it enough. It might be looking outside of your current company. It might even be looking outside your current industry. But whatever it is, you have some control and some choice potentially over what you choose to do and how you choose to show your best to the world. Because I find if you're in the wrong environment, in an environment that does not value you, for example it's probably the wrong environment. And it might sound like an easy thing to say, but harder thing to do. And it might be too difficult for you to actually vote with your feet and leave and go and do something else. But all I would suggest that you do is that you look deeply at yourself and at at what you truly need and what you truly want and explore the options, at least explore the options. You don't have to vote with your feet at all but explore the opportunities around you because there are lots of opportunities around you. You know, we have clients in our business who move from industry to industry, like quite dramatic changes, but a lot of our skills are transferable. A lot of those skills um, are 100% transferable. And I think it's always surprising when you realize just how transferable they really are. So I digressed a little bit, but I'm so passionate about this topic. I'm so passionate about seeing women you know, become wealthy and to learn the skills and the attributes needed to help them and support them moving through. And I'm also very conscious that doing this alone is very hard. You know, if you haven't got sponsorship and if you haven't got support internally, it's hard, right? It's a It's a challenge, which is why part of the personal brand strategy that we look at, we look at your advocates and we look at your sponsors around you. And of course, coaching in itself is a support. If you're looking for support outside of work, for example, it's a phenomenal resource because suddenly you can be yourself with a coach like me. You can say everything that's on your mind without fear of repercussion. You can just be completely vulnerable and just share all the difficulties that you're having, all the challenges that you're having and then start thinking about how you want to work them through. It's all about problem solving and solution finding. That's what I love about coaching. It's so positive And it's very much about creating the outcomes you're looking to achieve. So look, if you want to learn more about personal branding, if you want to learn more about salary negotiation, I will absolutely put some links in the show notes so that you can do that. One of the best, easiest resources that you can grab is the seven habits of female execs who get promoted. You can get that by going to rebeccasfreegift.com. It's a great resource that you'll get straight to your inbox and start helping you think about what personal branding strategy really looks like. Like I say, if you want to find out about our salary negotiation workshop, which is actually happening tomorrow. Uh, I will put the show notes um, link in there so that you can join. It's actually a waitlist, but it's not really a waitlist anymore because it's tomorrow. But you need to get into the list to get all the resources the workbook, the link to the Zoom um, workshop, all those good things. So join the waitlist and you'll essentially get all that information ASAP. Ladies, thank you so much. I absolutely love coming here every single week, as you know. And I just wish you, you know, the best of luck for 2023. Let's make 2023 our absolute best year yet. We deserve it. You deserve it. You work so, so hard and you should absolutely be getting that recognition that you so, so deserve. I look forward to speaking to you really soon.